In a world full of podcasts, your hosts, Chris and Jordan, are on the search for a truly original podcast idea. A quest to find an auditory experience that will amaze your ears and your minds. A journey to go through every single ridiculous podcast idea we have to find the one that truly stands above them all. The one that can become its own show and eventually replace this stupid one. Thank you, audience, for joining us on Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. And I'm Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Chris. I'm Jordan. And we need a podcast. And Chris just did not want to do that. <laughs> That's okay, but sometimes you force them to. Jordan really wanted us to introduce ourselves, even though I said that in our in our introduction proper that we play in front of every episode, it already establishes who we are. But, but I think that it's endearing, and I don't know, maybe we have some stupid fans, and we need to take care of all of our fans equally. You know what I think? I think we have four podcast pitches we need to get moving on. Well, maybe that's true, but you know, maybe that's also not true. Well, guess what? No, it's true. Well, well, what is our first pitch today, Jordan? Uh, Our first pitch today is actually your pitch, so you should... uh... (laughs) Yeah, I I really shouldn't even have asked you. I should have just said it. So my first pitch um, is is a real is a real mind blower. Um, we had a lot of ideas kind of at the last minute this week, and this was one that really got my thought process going. And hear me out, Godcast. So I was kind of inspired by um, Podland Cast Town and your uh, that idea to just like we just build something, an organ like an organized yeah yeah. So. I say, with Godcast, we build a religion. We create a pantheon of gods. We create <laughs> uh, a mythology. Like, there can be, like, there, like a bunch of stories and, and myths that oh. go with these gods. Okay. And, and, and whatnot. And so we're going to create this grand mythology, all our own. Um, and it's going to be, and hopefully, someday in the future, people will uncover our podcast and believe that people actually worship them. That makes a lot more sense than what I assumed when I read Godcast. Because you, <laughs> you always roast my uh, pitches based on the like five word thing I add to them. This <laughs> one just said Godcast, and then we invent a god. Or I don't even know if it said anything. Oh, it's, I said we create a religion. Oh, we create a religion. Okay, so that's that's pretty. No, well, no, I did not. You're making it sound like we're creating like the new Mount Olympus, where we are. Uh, where uh, we invent a religion. Sounds like we're building like... Or making like a cult? Not a cult, but it's... I don't know. Like an Abrahamic? This like, sounds a little bit more mythical than what I assumed. What did you assume? Tell me I about assumed you're going to be like our new god is called like Bart and uh, we had to build the rules and, and like, you know, like we had to write the Bible and the myth- like we have shorts. to write the, the stories. Well, I mean, it, it's along those lines, but I mean, it could be it could be like a monotheistic religion. Well, no, I like it better this way. I think there's, I mean, I think it's more fun this way. I mean, if you think about it with the Bible, the Bible is still along those lines where you have a lot of stories that are, they're not a lot, not all of them are super connected to each other. That's true. And you know, the one thing about the Bible and the whole Old and New Testament uh, is that there's a lot of sub characters and really small stories Yeah, uh, that you could really dive into like i think there's a lot of uh information for us to develop on this one but it's all connected by a unifying theme you know in 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 the bible it's it's god but in our bible it will be the gods we create 
Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just one guy. Maybe this is a monotheistic religion we're going to make, but it doesn't have to be. I think it's one of those things where we start with one and then we see where it takes us. <laughs> Who would our first God be? Would it be a God of something or would it be an all encompassing God? Like the president of the gods? Well, if you think about it, you could do both. Like, um, I think it's Hinduism has kind of the one kind of central God. And then you have gods that are like aspects of reality. You know? I think it would be good to have like a CEO God. And then like, that's the almighty God. But then there's a boardroom of gods. Oh, you know, like there's shareholders. So who shareholders shareholders. So wait, would there be shareholders or a board? I don't know. I'm pitching. Maybe the, the shareholders ideas. could be could be demigods. Okay. So, uh, but the, so well, there could be a board and shareholders, couldn't there? Yeah. I mean, there's no reason not to have both. Yeah. Well, we we could. So is our religion like a like a, a capitalism themed religion? I don't like, think it's, about it's a cor- capitalism it's like a corporation. themed. I don't think it has to literally be a board, but I think uh, it would be fun if there was an equivalent type of situation, like, or maybe instead of it being like a board and uh, shareholders, it's set up like a, a representative democracy, like we have, where there's then other branches of the god committee the god government all right so our first so the ceo god is going to be bart and what does bart do what does bart (laughs) represent is bart like a sun god i think bart is an all-encompassing god he like bart can do whatever but i feel like something should represent i feel feel like even as the main god bart should have some symbolic thing that because like you know even in like in christianity the abrahamic god like like there um there are there are things that we associate with god like the sun or, or an old bearded guy i see what you're saying same, same with zeus in 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 uh greek mythology yeah, yeah. you know lightning bolts he's the ultimate the, god i mean he's he's top notch yeah god, but he still has god. like there's still like a theme to him. i think that bart should be the god of artisanal cuisine <laughs> I think that because then you could say uh, he puts the art in Bart. Oh, maybe yeah. Bart stands for Bartisanal. There actually is that um, meat market, Bart's market. Uh, That's Bart's. Bar- Barth's, Barth's market. Excuse Local me. Northern Roland New Barth's Jersey market. references. Yeah, <laughs> woo! Um, They're great. Go there. Okay, so I like this. So we've got uh, Bart is the CEO, President God. Yes. Then we've got a lower branch of God. Can Bart be a snake? I don't. I think Bart should be able to shift into whatever he wants to be. I. But here's the thing. I feel like is Bart a he or is Bart not even gendered because Bart's not even a a person. Why are we making Bart human? I I think it says a lot that we 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 kind of instinctively made Bart male because it's always like the head god is always male. Yeah, I think I think Bart should not be. Bart could be non. Could be like based on human form. I think Bart should be. Well, Bart could be a snake, though. Bart's an essence. I feel like and snakes can have just got really shifted into whatever. I just feel like snakes have got really shafted with a lot of religions. Yeah, they're always it, evil. Be, yeah, and, and it'd be nice if, like, just the main Bart god the was nice a snake. snake. Yeah. Bart okay. the Nice Snake. Bart the Nice Snake has no gender and is very equitable <laughs> and is the CEO of a very <laughs> successful franchise. And the franchise, uh, his specialty is artisanal cuisine. Uh, yes. I think we got a lot there. I think 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 we've got a great starting point for this. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, I don't think there's much else to say about this one right Um, now. I mean, I I would really like to continue with it. Oh, okay. But... We should probably move on to We've the next We've got a pitch. tight schedule today. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. We've got so many things on the docket. Speaking of dockets, what is your pitch, Jordan? My pitch actually has something to do with dockets, but I appreciate <laughs> the attempt. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, ch- I tried, damn it. I passed you the ball. Jordan, 
What's the rule of improv? Yes, and. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have limits. You know, sometimes you have to step out of the game and impose rules. Um, What's you, just give me your damn pitch. Okay? My pitch is You've called... You've insulted me enough. My pitch is a podcast called Tagline. Mm. Um, this is a show where we would uh, either find random, like, DVD case taglines for movies, and but we wouldn't know what movie they're from, and we would try to come up with the movie. Alternatively... It would be a reverse thing where we know the movie and we take the tagline and then we discuss whether or not that tagline accurately summarized that movie. Oh, or if it's like any good. Yeah, if if it works. I like this. So basically, it, it, it doesn't really have a a one specific tagline thing, but just like a tagline show. Just about taglines yeah. in general. I mean, that's true. I mean, I meant these could be two different ways to take the idea, but we could make it one show where we do both. I feel like you could make a tagline variety show where you kind of look at taglines from different angles. That's true. Because um, you could, maybe we could have like part of the show where someone brings in taglines for movies. We bring They bring in taglines and we don't know what the movies are. And then at other times we take famous movie taglines that we already know. Yeah. And we talk about Definitely. how good they are. Like, I mean, for me, for me, the all-time great movie tagline is... Um, for Alien, in space, no one can hear you scream. That's like the gold standard of taglines for me. Yeah. And I feel like the, I don't know, what's the what's a bad tagline? There's a, the tagline for Children of Men, I'm forgetting what it is, is so bad because it makes Children of Men sound like a schlocky action movie. And it's not. Like, I feel, it's like, uh, humanity hasn't had a baby in years and only <laughs> one man can solve the problem. And it's like, that's not what children of men Only like. one man can, have, can bear a child. <laughs> yeah. The year 2027, the last days of the human race. No child has been born for 16 years. I can't really read it. He must protect our only hope. Yeah, it makes it sound like something it's not, I feel like. I kind of, yeah. That's that's not great. Maybe it doesn't sound schlocky, but it sounds oh, like... It, it was 18 years. I was wrong. I haven't seen Children of Men in a while. Sorry. I, I watched it a few weeks ago. That's why I know what it's... I took it out from the library. Yeah. But um, we're going to cut a bunch of that out, I think. <laughs> so but so anyway, the, the high... The, the, the top tier tagline they're gonna be rated on a scale of alien to children of men in terms yeah. of quality i bet there's worse on children of men it that's just what made me think of it probably i mean there's a lot of like like d-list like straight to video yeah. action movies that have just garbage taglines mm -hmm. that could be anything but in terms of high profile movies i'd say children of men's is definitely i mean that's not even really a tagline but I, it did appear on multiple posters so i don't know i don't know i don't know I'm unsure. But the point is, there's a lot you could say about taglines. Yeah. And what they say about the movie. I mean, you're trying to uh, condense two hours worth of content into a three-sentence max. That's not easy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's the idea. <laughs> so, I guess that was a short one. Oh, uh, just real quick. I need to mention this one. Um, because it's one that I have always thought about ever since I read it. Um, and uh, it always goes back to Transformers. But... <laughs> the, the tagline for the original uh, animated Transformers movie, the one from the 80s, with Orson Welles as Unicron. Yes. Um, the tagline... I, I said yes. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Orson Welles totally was in that. It was his last film role. Was, was Unicron <laughs> in the Transformers. Anyway, That's we'll, hilarious. we'll talk about that more in our Transformers podcast in the future. <laughs> but the, the important thing is, the tagline for the movie is, Beyond Good, Beyond Evil... Beyond your wildest imagination. Now, what? Beyond your wildest imagination. Sure, you know you want the kids to be like, "Ooh, yeah. wow, sci-fi adventure." But 
There's pretty clear cut lines of good and evil. Yeah, I don't know. I can understand. I can also understand like (laughs) there's no such thing as good or evil. It's a gray area. There's no such thing as beyond good or beyond evil. These are polar things. There was there was a video game called Beyond Good and Evil. That doesn't well. Beyond good and evil, I guess, makes some sense. I just think it's weird on a literal sense. Beyond good, beyond (laughs) evil. It's like they went. They're going in two different directions. And this is in a franchise where there are Autobots and Decepticons. There are good guys and bad guys. They have their own logos. Like, they're, it could not be any more nothing, clear cut. Nothing says good and bad more than having your own set of logos. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's... I, I, I don't know if that's like a terrible tagline, but it's a very conf- it's a misleading and confusing tagline. <laughs> I think it's very confusing. <laughs> I don't understand how something can beyond good. Yeah, that movie is not about questioning good the the conflict of good ver- good versus evil or just trying to be gray morally not at all like so. beyond evil is this thing that's worse than evil that's what <laughs> it's implying to me i think see to me when i hear that i think like oh it's neither good nor evil it's about the shades of gray in between so I don't know. Okay, well, a new podcast. We're going to do a whole podcast dedicated to philosophizing that slogan, that, <laughs> that tagline to uh, tagline. Transformers. Transformers. Which one was that one? That's uh, the Transformers the movie. Transformers my... the movie starring Orson no, Welles. The Transformers the movie. The Transformers. Four letters. The movie. Four words in the title. The Beyond Bad. Two the words. Beyond Good. Or the Beyond Your Wildest of the Imagination. <laughs> Somebody right. does. Uh, let's take a break. Yeah. We can hear from our sponsors. Yeah. Um, so they'll play us out while we uh, take a break. Get us sponsors. From the people who brought you the ant farm comes the latest innovation in ant community technology, introducing the Ant Collective. Ant Collective takes all of the joy of having your own ant farm and brings it to the next creative level. It allows your ants to form a community and collaborate creatively. Your ants will make music, direct their own films, begin their own startup company, and so on. Watch your ants as they start their own Silicon Valley or Hollywood studio to become the most fulfilled ants you have ever seen. These ant collectives come with a state-of-the-art media studio so they can get access to the internet, access to state-of-the-art equipment, guitars, instruments of all sorts, editing software, cameras. I mean, all of their creative arsenal at at their fingertips, at their leg tips. Our ants are the highest quality ants on the market with unparalleled creative abilities and musicianship and directorial abilities and editing skills. Be amazed as the ants break through the barriers of of art as you know it. The Ant Collective. It's ants, but better. All right, we're back. That was a great ad. That was after last week's ad. That was, I, I think I have a use for that. That was actually pretty refreshing. I that think was, I really, I might go buy one of those yeah. after we finish recording this. They're not cheap, but I think you get what you pay for. I think that's true. Yeah, it's nice to have a brand we can support for once. But anyway, I agree. speaking of brands we can support, our pitches uh, are brands. <laughs> okay. So uh, my pitch, I have the uh, the the death slot, the third slot <laughs> in our podcast. Um, and my pitch is called Zoo Review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my idea, and I got thinking about this um, after we discussed animals a fair bit in yeah, the yeah. bracketologist's mm-hmm. pitch. It got me thinking... 
or got me to realize that we have a lot of very strong opinions about animals. Yeah. And I think this podcast, what it would be, it would be a chance for us to discuss and evaluate the quality of animals. We yeah. will rate them out of, we'll, we'll discuss them and review them. At the end, <laughs> we'll come up with a rating out of 10 for yeah. that animal. Okay. I like this a lot better than bracketologists <laughs> because there's no, we don't have to worry about like one and dones or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't need to rush it. Yeah. One animal, one episode, we give it a review. Now, what do you think would be the criterias? Um, I think we'd need to take a couple things into account. And I, I don't have I don't have specific categories in mind, but it could be like um how, you know, how effective of an animal are they? Like how how well do they do the the thing they do? Um, how cool are they? <laughs> how well do they do the thing they do? Yeah, like, you know, how how well do they serve their their niche, you know? Like are they really <laughs> Like, for example, mosquitoes. I remember reading somewhere that apparently if we, most species of mosquito, if they were eliminated, wouldn't really <laughs> affect the ecosystem at all. So, yeah. like, mosquitoes aren't pulling so, their weight. So, you're not saying how well do they do the thing they do. You're saying how well do okay, they how benefit do they, the ecosystem. Yeah, how, what are they really because doing? Because I think mosquitoes, I got a few criticisms of this example. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> mosquitoes are great at doing what they do, being a nuisance, and, I mean... Every every summer, the mosquitoes, ten out of ten on being but, annoying. But, but do they win? What do you mean? Do they win? I mean, like if I wake up in the morning and I got five mosquito bites all over my body, I lost okay, that battle. He, he, hear me out. I think I think ticks do it better than mosquitoes. Because but how do, okay. well, okay, t- mosquitoes aren't subtle. They buzz around, and like as soon as a mosquito lands, you're like, "Oh crap! There's a mosquito!" Whack! And that mosquito is leaving itself completely vulnerable as soon as it. Puts its mosquito proboscis yeah. into your blood. You're done for. And it's like, oh man, I, they, like, they can't leave. They're like, oh shit, as they see your hand yeah. coming down. But ticks are stealthy. Yeah. And they, 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 they kind of like, like sneak up on you. They get into a place that they know you're unlikely to find them. It's that creepy arachnid stuff. Are ticks arachnids? I, I think even, so. I don't, even, I don't even know. But um, please uh, call in if you know <laughs> the answer to <laughs> if this. If you're a tick, please call in. Call 1-800-LOVE-PILLS. <laughs> or no, it's not 1-800. <laughs> Uh, it's 201 it's 201 201 love, love pills, pills. <laughs> um anyway the point is I, I think ticks are better at the blood-sucking nuisance uh, uh, i agree with that and not to mention um i i, I had there was something else about ticks i was gonna say like i i guess mosquitoes have flight which is an advantage yeah but like it, they just kind of make themselves seen yeah ticks are very hard to find yeah i you know, uh I, I i feel like ticks they're both really annoying and really bad, but I, I feel like ticks. I would give them the advantage there. Okay, no, this is my this is my second. <laughs> this is such a engrossing podcast. I'm already yeah completely into it. But my other uh, issue with your mosquito and tick example is I think you'd have a hard time finding a zoo that has mosquitoes. Now I'm not saying that we should limit it to what you find in a zoo, but if we're calling it zoo review, that does kind of make a contract with our listeners. We're going to discuss zoo related okay. things. Well, we can discuss zoo animals, but I meant zoo review, like, you know, like zoology, study of animals. Like, I, I didn't think necessarily zoo animals. And I know you don't see ticks in the zoo. Gen- you, don't, you don't go to the zoo to see ticks. I get I that. I think what would be a better title for this podcast would be zoology-ology. Zoology-ology? It's the study of the study of animals. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that doesn't really make much sense either. Is there an ology equivalent for reviewing things? Uh, I don't know. Um, Zoology-ism. Uh, zoology. Zoologists. Yes. 
I think there's a better name for it than Zoo Review. But it rhymes, kind of. It does kind of rhyme. Also, I want to say, I, th- I think we should be able to do extinct animals. That's, I agree with that. I also think we should do episodes where we go to a zoo, like live from the zoo. Mm, it's yeah. Zoo Review. <laughs> that, that might change my opinion if, if we were to see some animals um, in action. I mean, I think it'd be unfair not to go see these animals doing their thing in yeah. their not natural like, environment. I gotta say, for, for years, I kind of slept on bison. Like, I didn't think a lot about bison. But when I saw bison in the wild, when I visited Yellowstone a couple of years ago, my opinion of bison just skyrocketed. Like, yeah. like bison are pretty amazing. I mean, and this is like a podcast we could travel with. Like we could go to, you know, <laughs> true. Africa. Yeah. We could go to, you know, and go on safari. We, we go could to go to Australia. Uh, that, that's arachnid central. Yeah. Australia. A lot, of, a lot of dangerous arachnids and reptiles and unsettling things. Yeah. Which makes me a little bit nervous. I'm but uh, we could go to Antarctica. Ooh, yeah. They got play penguins. with the penguins. Penguins are my favorite animal. We could do a penguin like episode. We could rank the penguins. Sanguine penguins. Are those penguins? Pe- is that a kind of penguin? Sanguine no, is Latin I, for blood, right? Uh, yeah. No, I went for the, the rhyme. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, those are those are my only notes. I think yeah. it's a fun show. Yeah, I think it could work. I think this one didn't belong in the death slot. You, you don't think so? I think I really would enjoy a zoo review show. I mean, oh, we really oh. got in the weeds on bracketology. Yeah. And I and I think it's only because we're so invested in reviewing and ranking animals. Yeah. I mean, for example, like, I think we could totally do a scorpion episode, and that would have a lot of good, interesting, and I might good add, and interesting discussion. We're running out of time, but I might add, I think that this podcast would really benefit the the world um because i think it would give game hunters a way to have animal-based competition that doesn't involve killing animals but instead appreciating them mm. and you can still compete you know we they can bet on this stuff you know what i mean like yeah. if we we could do in this show you know we review like 30 animals then we make a bracket of the animals reviewed then these game hunters can put their guns down and they can put their money on who's gonna win these brackets? It's true. Of course, we choose. <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no, you know, but it's very biased. So people, if they, you know, but I think that that could be a fun way mm. to I, change the world. To to any and all poachers who are listening to our show, <laughs> we're about to change your life for the better. If you're a poacher and have an opinion on this, call two hundred one love pills. Two hundred one love pills. It's our it's our line. Okay, I think we're ready for our final pitch. Yes, and this one's yours. This one is mine. Yes. So I forgot what it was. I had to <laughs> check. Um, all right, this one's called Lights, Camera, Fraction. Yes, this one really caught my attention. Yeah, which I'm not totally sure why. Um, I mean, I like it, but you seem to really like this one. I'm, I, I think it could be really interesting, but t- tell us what it's about. So this one is, we would take a piece of media. The title implies film or TV, but I, I think it could stretch to anything. And basically what we're taking is something, we're doing is taking something that's pretty long, like very long form. Like everybody always says, oh, this movie was good but it was 20 minutes too long. Mm. I would like to know what people would have cut out of it. Uh, but I think we could apply it to anything, and I don't think it has to be too long. I think a person could just be like, uh, the Mona Lisa, we need to cut some stuff out. We need to make it a fraction of the size it is. Let's cut out everything from her neck above. Ah. So it's now a headless Mona Lisa. And then we readdress what that piece of art would look like. Yeah. Or a movie, you know, would be maybe more fun. Like, you know... You take a movie, you take the most important scene out, and you see how the movie plays out without it or whatever. Mm. Like, there's a lot of ways you could do this. That's huh. what I was thinking about That's it. That's 
So like maybe you could like um, I know a lot of people think the uh, the Lord of the Rings books, even the movies, but especially the books are, are very long and mm-hmm. difficult to get through. So. I would propose an edit of the Lord of the Rings books where you take out all of the battle scenes, all of the plot, and all of the drama, and instead it is only the scenes with Tom Bombadil and setting up um, Bil- um, Bilbo's birthday party and all of the songs. Yeah. And I think that is my edit of Lord I, of the I Rings. I like that because that's a really good example of what the essence of the show is, where I think it's important that we would then go back through the story without the things we cut out and see how the story works without it. <laughs> um, like, that's cutting out a, sub- a significant amount of, of The Lord of the Rings, I feel that like. Is bo- that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't read the books, or I've only seen the first movie. But um, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah, this this, we've discussed this. This is a problem. It's a point of contention between yeah. me and Jordan. I... I I listeners, I am a, many. I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings. We've and had I'm many in Jordan drunken, violent fights that have ended up with us in the hospital. Um, I ended up in hospice care once. <laughs> uh, I survived though. I made it out of hospice. Yeah, straight out of hospice. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Jordan did say that Gimli was was dumb. So you know, I had to, I had to, I Gimli had to is dumb. Business. No, he's not. Gimli's stupid. Gimli is a is a very lovable character. Who's Gimli? Who is he? <laughs> he's the uh, he's he's John Reese Davies. He's the dwarf, the main dwarf. Um. So anyway, I think going back through the piece of media, we completely uh, decimated, <laughs> and seeing what it looks like afterwards. Yeah, would Man, be I'm just, interesting. I'm thinking of the things we could edit and like the edits we could make. I mean, I think it could be really anything. Hmm. We could edit an animal, you know, if we want to go off of zoo review, let's take a mosquito, but remove the thing that removes blood. What what is it? Yeah. Is that what it's called? I believe it's the proboscis. The proboscis. Okay. Let's take the proboscis, a part of the mosquito that has as many syllables as the mosquito itself. (laughs) Let's take the proboscis off. What is a mosquito to do in this world without a proboscis? Maybe they'd finally learn to do something that was beneficial to everyone around them. They'd have to get creative. They'd have to find a way to get blood because they'd still, that would still be a piece of the, unless we'd remove that part of them also. Maybe they'd need to learn how to barter. Like, they need to That'd trade things for the blood. Yeah. What if remove... Okay, here's a pitch. What if uh, removing the proboscis, if you will, from a mosquito uh, makes it gain full sentience? Oh, wow. That's mind-blowing. Man, what if this became a part of the plot of Podland Cast Town? Like, all of these podcasts <laughs> came together, like... Like, we get to a point where our town is normal and everything's fine, but then sentient mosquitoes <laughs> arrive in the world, and it becomes a completely different sci-fi story. Because I feel like that's its whole its whole thing, where bug people now have to coexist with humanity. I'd just like to know what a mosquito's motives are in life at that point. So, man, we're not even editing, like, pieces of media. We're editing parts of reality. <laughs> Yeah, we're editing anything we want. <laughs> this is no longer media based. Oh. Hmm. Man, so if we're gonna edit reality, I have some ideas. And here's a tagline <laughs> for this. If you could alter if you could remove any part of reality, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like the tagline of click or whatever? Probably. Like if you could control Venus with a remote, would you? It's probably not that. Uh, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I mean, I think that if we removed a lot of things, it'd be great. Yeah, true. If we removed the guitar from existence, <laughs> you know what I mean? The world is different. 
the music One small so different. It's like that Yesterday movie. Oh, yeah. Where they removed the Beatles. I didn't see that movie, did you? It didn't come out yet. It is a trailer. Oh, I wasn't sure if it was showing like it. It's probably showing like film festivals or something. But yeah, anyway. Maybe. That's an idea. Man, <laughs> it, it is an idea, sad, though. But it would also be very different because what would the world be like without the guitar? <laughs> Man, are, okay, wait a minute. Are we doing an alternate history podcast or are we doing a <laughs> are we doing an editing podcast? Because I, I mean, feel like these are almost different. I feel like the opportunities are endless. <laughs> I feel like we need to choose if we're going to focus on stories or reality because I feel like they're just they're a bit different. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we should limit it back to media. Probably. Yeah. Because look, I think the mosquito thing is super interesting, <laughs> but. I just feel like we're getting into a different territory that I think should stick with um, editing. Also, I, I feel like lights, camera, fraction. I feel like the pun, the excellent pun, I really enjoyed the pun, Thank would you. be completely lost at that point. I mean, but it's mostly lost anyway if it's all media. <sighs> yeah, but like it's general enough to get the okay. point across. Kind of like with what, what we said with Schlockspear. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be Shakespeare, but if it's classic okay. media, you get the idea. Classic stories, books, plays, whatever. All right, well... I think that that pitch, Light Camera Fraction, belonged in the death spot. <laughs> and I think that Zoo Review belonged in the game, end game, best pitch slot number four. Wow. I, I, I really liked Zoo Review. Really? I think that's the first time you've, like, walked away from a, a final pitch and been kind of, been kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a harsh critic, yeah. even on myself. I thought Light Camera Fraction... Maybe we kind of maybe we kind of shot it in the foot because we expanded our ambitions yeah. too much. Our eyes were too big for our stomachs. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But speaking of eyes and stomachs, we got a phone call. So yeah, we got a phone call. It's our first phone call. Woo. We had a listener call our number two zero one love pill spelled L U V P I L Z. Well, what, what's the actual number? Just so people know. 201-500-7459. And I hope this encourages uh, more people to call in. Yes. If you have pitch ideas or feedback or if you just want to yell at us, please call that number. We, we, we need your love and support. But anyway, here is our first caller. Yeah, this is this is from Matt in Brooklyn. Let's see what he had to say. Okay, guys, one more podcast. So this one's called This Might Be Unethical, and it's just where you bring people in, and they tell you things that they sometimes think about doing that might be unethical. Uh, you then rate on a scale how unethical it is, and then you balance that for, you know, I don't know, what uh, how good of an idea it is. Uh, and then you say whether or not they should do it or not. Uh, but yeah, really a crowdsource one. Anyway, later. All right. That was, uh, that was, interesting. <laughs> thank, thank you, Matt, for calling in. Matt actually thank gave you, us, Matt. um, other ideas, but we, um, we, we could only include so much. So we went with the most complete pitch. <laughs> By that we mean the shortest. <laughs> um, so did you get all that? Yes. Um, so basically people are going to, con- I guess they're going to confess on ethical things they want to do or might want to do. Yeah. And we need to determine how ethical it is or whether or not they should do it or yeah. something like so, that. And we'd be rating it. So let's say maybe they were saying like, uh, I want to, I want to pirate some uh, old Grateful Dead concert. Uh, footage which i would rate that at two because everybody does that and then you should do it <laughs> and and grateful dead would encourage you yeah to do yeah that. so i think that would be 
a really easy decision. But what if they were like, um, I want to go punch a random person. Uh, yeah. I would rate that an 8 out of 10. That's yeah. high. That's high that key. might even be an 8.3. That's very best new unethical. <laughs> <laughs> best new unethical. Uh, that would be very unethical, in which I would recommend not doing that. I, I feel like the risk with this show is that it might be pretty obvious, like, what is unethical, and we just say, well... You probably shouldn't punch. Well, I think it'd be person. interesting if they called in with like actual issues or like how what's the right way to handle this situation. I do worry that we'd get called in with like people wanting advice on things, and I, I don't know how to give and advice. Then it would get, it would get serious. It would get heavy. Yeah, maybe. like man, this could get really dark yeah. too. But maybe, also, maybe that's what Matt envisioned. I also am wondering uh, when he says rate it. I took it as how unethical is it out of ten, but maybe he means. Rated as how high quality is the unethical thing? Like, uh, like maybe a Grateful Ted, Grateful Dead uh, pirating thing is actually a ten out of ten because it's such a great opportunity to do something unethical. Yeah, even if it's not, even if even the creators, even 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 if the creators even of even the even, music even 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 have haven't they basically said they don't care if people pirate their music? I mean, they have so many bootlegged whatever. They recorded everything and like, I don't know. I I don't know if they explicitly said it, but it's just accepted uh, knowledge that you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. But like, I mean, you know, there are a lot of things that are pirated these days and it's certainly affected a lot of industries. Like I know um like comic books, a lot of people um there's a lot of websites where you can you can read you can read them for free and the comics industry is hurting a fair bit at the moment. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Like, I don't know if, no, I don't know if anyone would call in with something like that, but I would say that's probably unethical. Cause that's, that's unethical. such a, that's a hard, you know, hardworking artists and writers who aren't really getting there, who are already kind of in a business that's tough to make it in. Uh-huh. Like that doesn't feel right. Yeah. To me, that's, that's just an example. I mean, punching so, yeah. someone in the face, very unethical. Don't do it. Yeah, that's a. Uh, if it's a quality of unethical slash opportunity of unethical actions. Yeah, that's a one out of ten at best. The the, one, the ones that scare me are the like you know like um like I, I want to tell my ex that I still love them or something yeah. like that. Like, like uh I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I also think what would be frustrating if people just started calling in trolley type things. Like Probably. I want to start a genocide. Is that unethical? Yeah. <laughs> So, so Matt, guess what? You probably should have thought this idea through. Yeah, somewhere. we're declining your pitch. <laughs> we're not. You gonna know what? S- we're we, not I sending think, your podcast. To we air. think your pitch was unethical. Oh, but, but, but please call in with more ideas. We yeah. need them desperately. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. Definitely keep calling in. This is what we'll do. We'll just discuss your idea briefly. Yeah. Um, and remember, and you'll get some playtime on the show. Uh, yes. Remember. Um. T- two. Two. Oh. One. Love pills. Which is five hundred seven four five nine. Yes, um, we we appreciate your feedback and your engagement, and Please. we love pills. Yes, uh, who who doesn't? <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm, I'm glad we could have our, our first caller come in on yeah. the show, even if it was not a, uh, a pre-recorded call. And I hope we can have more guests in the future. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, we'll be back next week with um, more discussions about arthropods and the grateful dead Arthur, and oh my god arthropodcasts arthropodcast come here next week for the arthropod tune in next week for the arthropodcast <laughs> um, what is it we don't know but that's gonna be a pitch <laughs> they've, they've come up so much we need to we need to lay this it's, out it's time to settle this one yeah once and for all but anyway everyone uh, thank you very much um, uh, remember to drink your water and stay hydrated hydration's good yeah so are you 
That's our new tagline. Because I'm going to need a podcast. Hydration's good. We need a podcast. So are you. Hydration's good. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> All music for this podcast was provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. He is also the brother of Fox McLeod. <laughs>